Hello and welcome to Armand's Book Chat Podcast. I'm Armand Bradley and my podcasts are focused on discussing important and exciting books I've recently read. In today's podcast, I'll be discussing a magnificent work of fiction, Where the Red Fern Grows by Wilson Rawls. This book was introduced to me by my wonderful elementary school teacher, Mr. Cody Ewart. In Where the Red Fern Grows, a man named Billy helps a red-boned hound being attacked by other neighborhood dogs. The experience causes him to relive memories of when he was 10 years old and living with his parents and sisters on a farm in the Ozark Mountains. At the time, Billy very badly wanted a pair of hounds for hunting coons, but his parents could not afford to buy the dogs. One day, while looking at a magazine, Billy notices an ad for a company selling hunting dogs. Billy then decides on a plan to buy the dogs himself by saving money he will earn doing odd jobs. After saving every penny he's earned for two years, he gets enough money and asks his grandfather to help him order the dogs. Billy then walks over 20 miles each way to and from another town to pick up his dogs. Along the way, he has to deal with some unfriendly boys and some other problems getting himself and the dogs back home safely. Billy subsequently names his dogs Old Dan and Little Ann, and with his grandfather's help, teaches them how to hunt coons. Dogs quickly become excellent hunters and are very protective of each other and Billy, of Bill. However, the situations they will soon encounter as they begin hunting coons, including wild animals and fierce storms, will expose them to difficult and dangerous situations that will push their abilities and endurance to the limit. Throughout the story, Where the Red Fern Grows, the author, Wilson Rawls, keeps repeating a central theme to the reader, which is that you shouldn't give up, but instead work hard to achieve something that is important to you. This is an important message because we encounter obstacles on a daily basis, and it is important to not get discouraged. Instead, we should remain focused on solving our problems. In the story, the main character, Billy, experiences many obstacles that he works really hard to overcome. For example, when Billy's parents said they couldn't afford to buy the hounds that he wanted, Billy didn't give up. He worked hard at odd jobs to earn money. He was patient and saved all his money for two years so... so he could buy the hounds. Later on, when Billy was chopping down a big 60-foot-high sycamore tree to catch a coon, he progressively became extremely exhausted. Also, his hands were blistered, and his body wanted to keep, and his body ached so much he could barely stand. However, he continued to chop the tree down because he wanted to keep his promise to his hounds that if they put up coon up in a tree <clears throat> he would do the rest in yet another instance billy's hound little Anne, was barely clinging to the edge of a ledge in icy waters billy had to chop through the ice and wade through the freezing water as he reached little Anne, 
His whole body up to his chin was submerged and felt very numb, but he used all his willpower to keep going and saved Lil Lan. When I read stories when I read stories with this message of perseverance, they inspire me to not give up hope and to keep trying. I am sure many of you listeners are also facing challenges, and I hope you are also inspired by the message that you should keep working hard to achieve whatever is important to you. I'd like to talk a bit more about Billy's character. He lives on a farm with his parents with his family near the Ozark Mountains and loves to explore and hunt coons in the nearby forest. He sells the coon skins to earn money. Throughout the story, Billy shows many character traits that I admire. As an example, he's a very independent person. Throughout the story, Billy doesn't accept help that he has not asked for. For instance, when he was setting up coon traps, his dad offered to help. Billy said no because he felt that it was his responsibility. I try to be as independent as possible and admire people who have who have that trait. Billy also has lots of determination. He has to cut down a sycamore tree he called the big tree in order to catch a coon his dogs had treed. He had a pro- he had promised the dogs that if they put a coon up in a tree, he would do the rest. The tree was 60 feet tall. Billy was chopping it for days and was very tired and in lots of pain, but he still continued chopping because he was determined to not disappoint his dogs. I think Billy is also courageous. His two dogs, Little Ann and Old Dan, were in great danger on several occasions, and Billy rescued them both without ever worrying about his own safety. For example, when Little Ann was hanging off a ledge, Billy chopped through the frozen ice on a lake and waded through the freezing water that almost completely covered him. He nearly froze to death, but saved Little Ann. Finally, Billy is a very caring person. When he went to get Little Ann and Old Dan, he left his house without telling anyone. He realized that they would be worried and felt bad about not telling his family what he was planning to do. He then bought them gifts to make amends. I really admire all these traits that Billy displays. Overall, he is a strong and caring person, and I feel he is a very good main character. As I read Where the Red Fern Grows, I often felt a connection with Billy. He was described as being a very independent person. Throughout the story, Billy does not accept help he hasn't asked for. As an example, when his father saw he was tired and offered to help him cut down a large tree, Billy said, no, Papa, I want to cut down the sycamore tree myself. Similarly, when Billy heard the dogs he ordered had arrived, he took it upon himself to walk over 20 miles each way to collect them instead of waiting until a ride was available. While I feel being independent is a good thing, I think it's also smart to get help sometimes, which brings me to this following question. 
When is it appropriate to ask for help? This is an important question because many people end up failing at things they are doing because they don't ask for help. Some are just too embarrassed to ask. Others don't know their limitations, and some feel they are bo- they are bo- bothering others when they ask for help. Fortunately, I and many people I know don't hesitate to ask for help when we know we know what we need it. I personally feel there is no shame in asking for help because it helps me to accomplish something I can't do by myself. In some cases, asking for help has saved me from creating a bigger problem as well as from possibly injuring myself. I have also noticed that most people are happy when they are able to help someone else. Having said this, it's also important to do things we are capable of doing by ourselves. I know it gives me a sense of accomplishment and better prepares me to deal with the bigger problems I will encounter in the future. I'd love to get some listeners' perspectives on this question. To summarize my review and recommendation for this book, Where the Red Fern Grows, is a work of fiction written by Wilson Rawls that I really enjoyed reading. It tells the story of a younger boy, Billy, who seems to face difficult situations at every turn, as well as his determination to overcome these problems. Billy really wants a pair of hunting dogs, but his parents cannot afford them. Billy then saves his own money for two years to get the dogs. Once he gets them and they begin their coon hunting adventures, Billy faces many tough challenges. For example, more than once he has to rescue his dogs from dangerous situations. In addition, Billy is very independent. He rarely accepts help and pushes himself hard to accomplish the things he has set his mind to. I really like that Billy was presented as such a strong and determined character, especially because he was still a young boy. I and I suspect many other readers will be motivated to push ourselves even more after reading this inspiring story. I also like that Wilson Rawls let Billy experience a broad depth of impatience led him to walk over 20 miles each way to collect his dogs without telling his family. I'm sure many of us have have made similar impulsive choices to get something we really wanted without thinking about the consequences of our actions. It's nice to know that we are not alone in these choices. Overall, I really like the perseverance theme of Billy never giving up on people or things that were important to him. Wilson Rawls is an excellent writer and it's hard to find weakness. I'm I'm being really picky here, but I feel that the story could have been a little stronger if it had contained more of Billy's mom's perspective. I think hearing from her directly about her feelings for Billy's coon hunting would have given us a lot more information about the worries and concerns moms have had for their children during that time period. There was a lot of emphasis on males in the story, and it would have been nice to hear a bit more from a female's perspective.
In summary, I definitely think this book is a must-read. It is full of action, suspense, and drama. It also contains many valuable life lessons. I think people ranging from preteens, I think people ranging from preteens to adults would enjoy reading this book. I guarantee you will not be disappointed. I love to hear some feedback once you've read it. This brings us to the end of today's book chat on Where the Red Fern Grows by Wilson Rawls. I hope you found my show stimulating and informative. Please feel free to post comments on today's show. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with another exciting book chat. This is Armand Bradley signing off.